Hello and welcome to episode three and the story goes on and on of Wicked Coven's podcast where my closest friends get together and talk about all things nerdy in the world of movies, anime, video games, comics, and television. It's your main host Shania Anderson and today we have Taj Moore. What's good, good, goody? This is one of also my best friends in our little musketeer group with Liliana or Lily and um, you know. Me and Taj have something special because we're soul family. Of course, you know what I'm saying? With the tarot cards and you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Crystals. <laughs> exactly. So today we're going to talk about the new movie that My Hero Academia oh, released Lord. in theaters. It's My Hero Academia Hero Rising. We, You finished season four, right? Oh, yeah. All season four. Okay, Hold I'm up. on episode five. So I don't but, want to spoil it too much for you. But, but I kind of you know. already know what's going on because <laughs> of the because of the manga. Got you, got you. So, got you. tell me your first impressions of this of this movie when we walked in and we seen it. Well, I was honestly I loved it. I like how the intro started with the heroes. Well, I guess with the student heroes, how they went into the workforce, basically how they are um, trying to get on top of their hero experiences. So I thought like this would be like a good step for them to learn that, like the fundamentals of being a hero. Yeah, when um when they started. It kind of put the UA kids on an island to be pro heroes. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, um, but it's so weird because UA is kind of like the experiment group. Like all those people in that are uh, yeah. possible, you know, have actually fought. Yeah, and as all the pro main, heroes at the main battles and stuff like that. And then you still have where's like one B or one C or even the freaking uh, mechanic uh, hero groups. So it's like. What it's all like? about one A. It's all about one A. <laughs> which is which isn't bad. It has it has great great right. great characters. Um, so they're on this island or whatever, and they're doing like cute little stuff like rescuing cats, helping the elderly, helping the elderly, watching children, making sure no one gets hurt at the beach. Right, right, right. Um, right. all this and that and the other, and then it starts switching to what we think is one for all or all for one? All for one, all for one. All, all for, for one. one. Yeah. So all for one is actually a villain that can take other people's quirks and give it yes. to other people. Yes. Or, or he can keep it. it and use yeah. it yeah. at full maximum power. <laughs> and destroy everything. <laughs> literally, literally. It's, it's, it's definitely weird. So what you think about all for one and the person that they, they use to kind of like... I feel like it was a good concept. A little bit tired because we've been seeing it for the past, what, four seasons? Yeah. But I feel like it's a good touch, especially while I don't want to, like, deep into deep into the movie. But considering, like, Midoriya and, and Bakugo, I feel like it's, like, a good boss battle for them, for their character development, I think, personally. Well, yeah, at first I'm thinking this is actually all for one. I'm like, when did he get healed first <laughs> right. off? Right. Get a whole um, face over and everything. Where, where, what, what's going on here? What are we doing here? And then... They explain that All For One is actually trying to give other people his All For One quirk. Yeah, because some people is compatible with his, I guess, his sales yeah. or whatever. So I guess like he's looking for like new, what's the word? Not test subjects, but like, I guess little prodigies. Apprentices, yeah. Apprentices, yeah. Because yeah. uh, what, what was one of the things? He couldn't grab the cell regeneration thing yeah because he yeah. was type b yeah he's type b and the dude he took it from the originally was a type a so the regenerator so he needed type b which is his son 
Yeah, and the yeah. sun does all of it. Yeah, exactly. The sun exactly, did all exactly, of it. Exactly. So, actually, Midoriya and Bakugo have to actually, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. save these kids. One of them creates illusions, which, which is, is the random. older the older daughter. Yeah. And the older daughter doesn't like, because she's like six. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like heroes. She thinks they're useless and unnecessary and dangerous. Right. And then the the brother, which is like, I don't know, four or five. I see he wants to be a hero. Mm-hmm. And he, his only quirk is cell generation. Right. Which, I don't know how that's going to go, but I'm interested. Exactly, exactly. But they have to protect these kids. And then, you know, of course, if you watch My Hero Academia, Bakugo is Bakugo. <laughs> Screaming, yelling, and blowing stuff up, per usual. Yelling, really scaring the kids, <laughs> uh, not really trying to protect them. But I give it to him. Bakugo is hella smart. Oh, you're brilliant. Just with that whole tri- losing trick, he was like, hey, I don't have no, y'all don't see the shadow? That was actually really smart. Yeah, he, he shot up in the air with his thing, casted. He didn't create an explosion. He created like a, like a light. light. Yeah, like a light, yeah. And he noticed it didn't have a shadow. So he within just. A, within a split of a second. A split like, second. Split second. Yeah. And he just walked through and was like, this is fake. <laughs> right, did it blow up the ah. whole ground? Yeah, like, stop is, doing this. He's, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Isn't he like top two? Who like as in the class? Yeah. He's number one. Oh, he's number one. Yeah, he's academic the smartest. Yes, the smartest. Yeah. smartest. The smartest. Like if he gets over his his anger, he would be like one of the best characters. Literally. One of the best literally, characters. Literally. But and it's all for his development. I hope so. I'm gonna need him to chill out and finally get his uh his license. But he's mellowing down a little bit compared to how he was episode one. Like, he's he's still insulting people, but he's still kind of like, you know. He's respecting them. Yeah, he's respecting them. He was respecting them, but he's still yelling them, telling them. To shut the hell up every five seconds. Shut the hell up and don't tell me. Uh, Shut the hell up and. uh. Die. <laughs> die. And you don't tell me what to do. Yeah, right, right, right. Don't tell me what to do. His three slogans. And uh, it's 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 funny seeing him because when he goes against villains, he's automatically adapting. Exactly. Like exactly. he adapts so quick. Like uh, the one scene where he was like wrapped around the voodoo doll mm-hmm. rat tape and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And um, he was like, he couldn't move his body right. or whatever. So he sacrificed one of the pieces of his grenade thingy. Grenade yeah. and blew the little wrap up because the man can turn any inanimate object into his puppets into like voodoo doll puppet yeah, things yeah. and um he wrapped up bakugo because of the clothes and stuff mm-hmm. and he was bakugo was like uh-uh <laughs> blew it up blew man. it up and started fighting everybody which was which was pretty great now the thing is what you think about the leader of the villain uh, alliance what's his name um Tamura shigaraki Yes, him, the one with the daddy hands. I just I need more scenes of him, but not to dive too deep into the manga because I know not all of us is up to date. But he's in the future, future um, of the mangas. He's really, really taking charge. Like he's really about to become like a full fledged leader. Like all for one. Yeah. It's like about to be nothing compared to Shigaraki. Yeah, he's 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 planning something. Yeah, it's it's he's gonna happen. Something. This wait season six or seven. It's definitely about to happen. Now, who's the best girl out of My Hero Academia? Momo, period. <laughs> I don't care what anybody say. Momo? Momo. I think so. I love her so much, yes. That's the, that's the one that can create Stuff. anything out of her lip, hip, lip noids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, my best girl is definitely Bunny Girl. Bunny also, Girl is. So skip into the manga. I didn't want to, you know. Yeah, go ahead and skip into the manga. Bunny Girl is definitely up there too. Bunny Girl is definitely waifu. She is yes. best girl. Period. Yes. I'm cosplaying her. Did we mention she's colored? Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Ah. Uh, uh, and most of her attacks is uh, like moon based. It's like Lorna Kick. Moonlight dip, moonlight splash, and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, she's, you know what I'm saying? She culture. Exactly. She culture. She's and her uh, her abilities is a rabbit a or rabbit, a bunny. Right. Um, And so her thighs are like thick, thick. Massive. And, and she fights with her legs. Yes. Mostly. Yeah, mostly. But she can still fight with these hands, too. Which she does punch my right in the freaking face. <laughs> and But she's kind of like super aggressive, which I like because she's like, y'all suck. She's kind of like a Bakugo, but not as. Insulting. Intense, yeah, intense, yeah. But she knows she's Ex she could be she, one of the best. Exactly, she's number seven, in fact, I think. And she's still a student, right? No, she's. Or she's I think actually recently a graduated. She's a she's a pro. Oh, uh, so she's like a, a newbie. She's kind of like Hawks. Oh uh, yeah, newbie. Yeah, 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 she's a newbie, and yeah. she got up that quick. Ex yeah, ex exactly, exactly. She got exactly. number seven that quick. Exactly. Past um the dragon lady, she was number nine. I think her rank went up too because you know after All Might got into retirement, all the most of the heroes' uh, rankings went up. That's why Endeavor is now number one. Um, Genius so is now be number eight. two. Yeah, she's now number eight. Still, but still past her though. But still, pa she yeah. still passed her, which is like uh, that's that, that is, right there, that Bunny Girl. Period. 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 Yet. Period. Yes. Period. Yes. On everything. Now let's start talking more into the manga. You you are hmm. I'm kind of up to date, but I've been skipping chapters. So go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Tell us some things. The recent okay, let me see, let me see, because it's it's really a lot. So I guess after season four, they really dive into like I talked about earlier with Shigeru to Meraki. They they have like an arc called the My Villains Academia, where it focuses almost on the villains and stuff like that. And they also introduced the um. So there's a school for villains. That's not a school. It's just a catchy name just to introduce the villains or whatever. Okay, I have okay, like okay. a whole arc dedicated towards them. So then they uh, introduced the Liberation Army. Now these like the villains times ten. So you have this one dude. He's, he has like a receding hairline. His whole agenda, like he has like a whole government official secret society to take down everybody, villains, heroes, everybody. So if they're not villains and they're not heroes, they just want to liberate the world. That's a, that's their plan. Like. They're like vigilantes? Not even, honestly, I, I, there's no word for them. They're just crazy. They're just lunatics. So, of course, it's them versus the League of Villains. And, of course, um, they actually put the work to League of Villains. League of Villains was definitely losing. I know the, the girl with the hook of mimic people with the blood and stuff like that. She almost freaking died. Toga. Toga, she definitely almost died. So, what they did was, so, to, sh, sh, like, what's his name? Tomorrow? Shigaraki? Yeah. He was going his name this, is hard. I know, so it's difficult. <laughs> so, okay, I guess it was like this old man who was a mentor for All for One. and helped him create the nobles and stuff like that. So, he's basically training um, Tumara to become the next successor. So, I guess All for One had this extremely powerful beast or whatever. So, they, they, they've been training whatever. Uh -huh. But the only way they beat the um, Liberation Army it was due thanks to that freaking beast. But then after the beast came in, destroyed everybody, and they joined forces. Now after that arc, it was a little filler, you know, it's a little lighthearted episode. But now it's the Liberation Army plus the League of Villains versus all of the heroes. It's like so a, in the like Liberation Army, I heard they have all like meta meta abilities. Yes, and it's overpowered, overpowered. Like overpower, overpowered. Yes. Like like you know like 
I flicked you, you did. Okay, not that overpowered, but overpowered for the characters. Like, for, like, the League of Villains. Because they was really whooping the day behind until the, the monster came out. Now, I know one of them is called, uh, his his ability is Stress, and his name is Reed Destro... De yeah, he's a leader of the... Yeah, he's a leader. That's the one with the receding hairline. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So, as much stress as he is, he'll get, like, buffed for his power. He'll get, like, 10 times, 100 times powerful. So, if he gets stressed... Yeah, then it's, that's it. It's game over. Dang, so, that's nah. me every day. Exactly. So this match, if we had that quirk, and we RAs, <laughs> we'd be overpowered. We'd be killing people. <laughs> and not really. Out of our but, job, uh, but you know, yeah. the same difference. But because of the stress, <laughs> exactly, we would have went A rogue. <laughs> um, so the other one is uh, insight, which is kind of like, um, is it kind of like um, foresight, which is the sidekick of uh, All Might? No, his is more. He could. I guess like more like a tactical quirk, like basically he get like and he analyzes his opponents and basically kind of like re read their movements and stuff like that. Can predict the next moves and so I guess it's kind of the same. Foresight, he foresight ish can see into the future of like anything that's not dealing with attacks. Yeah. Also, so he can see into somebody's life. But he can't see. He just could predict it. Predict it. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Predicting. So insight is more tactical, like. Yeah. Um, if I'm looking at a mountain, I know mm -hmm. what side of the mountain that you're going to come and try to attack go. me yes, on. Yes. So I'm going to go around and defend it and exactly. then destroy you. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And then the other one was ice manipulation, which is... Yes, he definitely gave Dobby a run for his money. Definitely, yeah. He's very Not powerful. Dobby! Yeah, like his ice surpassed his blue fire. You know, blue fire is like the strongest type of fire. Yeah. So his ice, Dobby didn't Anti freeze. Exactly. It was like no air for you. And then sliding. Sliding go. What is sliding? Like, uh, I don't think he was really the filler in the um manga. He just basically took down like the weaker, I guess, League of Villains characters. He really had them with too many camera time. No, actually, he was a um, he was a hero, quote unquote. But he also played with the Liberation Army, so he kind of looked like a little, like a little double, like a double agent. If that makes That's, sense. Uh, okay. Exactly. What ammo? Now, with. I want to talk more about Dobby and uh, the ice manipulation person. Yes, get to me. How, how, how did that even? So, yeah. Um, like, did Dobby almost die? Yeah, but I, I just thanks for reminding me. So, technically, the person, the Dobby that he fought was a fake. You know, twice his. Um, oh, yes, yes. Twice his partner. He made a clone on Dobby. So, Dobby that he actually fought was a fake. So, that's why his power wasn't as effective. Oh! But twice, he also was a major player in that fight because I guess he kind of like. After Togo almost died, he kind of like went AWOL. He split into like a million copies and like- Of himself? Of himself and it destroyed everybody. Everybody. But because um, the League, the League of Villains, mm -hmm. they're super close. Exactly. Like when um, I seen in the episode when um, they killed Big Sister. Ah, yeah, yeah. Big Sister whatever. I yeah. forgot her name. Um, which was also a trans character. Yes, representation. Actually- it looked like a man. We didn't know. We didn't know the pronouns. We didn't know who right, this person right. was or nothing. Right. And then they were like big sister. And then who was it that said he? Oh, it was Overhaul, the the main villain of season four. That's the current season. Yeah. So yeah. he said he, and they were like she. It was about the right. Give him hands. Yeah, like about right. to kill him. Right. Like right. no, right. you're gonna respect <laughs> Period. this person's decision. Exactly. And uh, which I found incredibly. 
I was like, okay, representation. We got black characters. We got LGBTQ plus what's characters. Next? Literally, what's next? Like, please give me some more. <laughs> like, please. I love this. I love this diversity. But um, the League of Villains are like super, super close. Like, and I'm despite glad that you the thing, that, right? It, it really adds depth to their characters because even with the whole big sister thing, it really just shows like they're more just. You know what I'm saying? Just rogues characters out there just killing people, doing whatever. Like they actually have like a close bond or whatever. I feel like to make their characters like a ten times better. Because at this point, now you're 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 at this point you're kind of like dying for each other, like exactly. we're, to get this Your mission family. situation. Exactly. And then I guess you know, being in hiding, you're gonna have talks about certain situations, and everybody's right. gonna get on the same accord why heroes are trash. Exactly. Cause they kind of are. <laughs> kind of are. Because it's all popularity. Exactly, exactly. It's popularity. It's not even... Well, except for All Might. All Might was the one exception that even though he was popular and he was smiling and was friendly, he actually saved people and and generally cared about people. Now, Endeavor is like Bakugo in flame form. (laughs) Exactly. And absolutely just does not care about people. But he's mellowed down. I'm not sure if he's He's mellowed down, but he's still trash. I don't know, Shania. If you've seen the current manga, then you probably understand better. But he's, well, he's, he's, still, he's, he's starting to like. He had an arranged marriage and forced kids <laughs> on this true, woman to so a point true, where true. she went through depression and almost killed Todoroki and made him burn half his face, kind of like Zuko from Airbender. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, yeah. Like, yeah. force her to have a couple of kids in order to get the right. He literally married her specifically for her ice powers. Mm-hmm. How strong her ice powers is, and to have a kid that have both fire oh, and, and ice. ice. Now, is it five of them? Oh yeah, the missing child. The missing child. Period. I think it's Dobby. Next. It, it is. I mean, it's not confirmed. It's it definitely is. Dobby. It is because okay. they also um, confirmed hair dye. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So That's if he had thing. red hair and he was training and stuff, he can easily dye his hair black. Exactly. Easily dye his hair back. Another thing for that theory, I'm not sure if you guys are up to date, but Dobby is also a double agent too. He also working with the heroes. He's working with Hawks, and Hawks working with the heroes. What? So, is that in the manga? Yes. It what? Is. Yes. Dobby? Yep. That's that's senpai. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely senpai. And senpai can never hurt me. But twice, he's like he's being more manipulated than anything. Yeah, he's he's. He actually kind of don't know who's yeah he's who's like, actually the original person that was actually born like he crisis. yeah he really doesn't know who he is or if he's a copy or not exactly right he right. doesn't know if he's a copy it's kind of depressing but yeah with the Todoroki thing like he's still trash he's still yeah. trash he had he had five kids just to get the perfect blend which end up being Todoroki mm-hmm. training the crap out of him the youngest torching the mom yeah to a point where she wanted to actually hurt. Todoroki, which she did. Threw her in the hospital, and threw her, and threw her in the mental hospital. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, that was it. He was yeah. like, "Uh, you're done for. You gave me the child that I want, specifically, also a boy. Yeah, On to the next. Right. I don't care about the rest of them kids. Still trash. I don't care if he's getting better in the character development. He's still trash. But his son, his oldest son, is giving him shit for real though. Basically, the, um, the one that got glasses. No, his name is Toka or something like that. No, not Natsu, Natsu. His name is Natsu. Oh, the one that has glasses is the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... And they, they all have ice except the missing one. No, Natsu, he doesn't. I, he has like another quirk, but he's useless though. Yeah, like a steam or something? Some shit. Like it's mixed? Yeah. 
Yeah, they really he really kind of messed up them kids really yeah. really bad they to a point. Have, like, mental issues. Yeah, all them all them are uh, not okay, not okay at all. Yes. Whew. Now let's get back to the movie Jesus. though. Jesus. Yes. Um. Yeah. With that, like, what about that ending? Now when, spoiler, when, uh, Midoriya Deku mm -hmm. gave Bakugo the one for all i cried period i was <laughs> upset but i cried i just feel like it would be interesting if bakugo keeps it even though he went back to deku i wish in the future he has like residual of the powers like he could be able to use a power not as, not to the extreme of deku's but he could use it up use that power to like you know what i'm saying it's case like another situation happens like That'd um be interesting. Like, uh, like another boss fight yeah, if he he came and had some of the power still, right. or he gains another quirk. You're right, because Deku do have like four quirks on top of his. How many people have actually had all for one? There's like seven, right? Yeah, Deku's number seven, yes. So there's seven. Um, well, Bakugo is eight, technically. True. So, but let's say the seven. <laughs> let's now. say the seven. <laughs> so they have seven. Don't count Midoriya because when he got there, he didn't have a quirk at exactly. all. Exactly. Technically, it was stolen from my hypothesis because uh, he had the doctor that steals quirks. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. technically, I think his quirk was stolen. Right. It could have been useful. Right. We also don't know what Midoriya's uh, dad is. Exactly. Because exactly. he doesn't. I don't think he had anything like his mom. Yeah. I wouldn't think he had anything like his mom. So he has. The offer one, uh, what was it? What else was the other people? Black Whip, the um, All Might's teacher, but her quirk is not revealed yet. And then two more that's not revealed yet. Only but, thing that's revealed is the Black Whip. So, yeah, maybe maybe if he gets one of theirs, like, he doesn't, like, uh, one of them stayed with Bakugo. If it, if it does, it would have to be one of the other three because Midori has four and there's three others. So Bakugo will have to have one of the three others. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yep. I, I but the thing is, with uh, All Might, we still don't know technically what his quirk is. He, I, was, he was also quirkless, remember? I don't think he was quirkless because mm -hmm. for the simple fact is is that his quirk made us seem useless mm -hmm. at the point because he can turn into a bigger, buffer guy. Mm -hmm. I think that was his quirk. Potentially, yeah. Useless because be, like tra thing. transforming yeah. into a bigger guy, that's not going to do anything. Right. But that bigger guy can handle all the power of all for one. Exactly, exactly. And so when he was given all for one. It just worked. It worked in his favor. And it so happened, those two quirks was like, oh, perfect. oh okay, <laughs> perfect blend. That's exactly what he needed anyway. <laughs> right. I think that's what his quirk was. Because he was skinny. I don't think his skinny body could even handle 5% of one for all. Yeah. He definitely couldn't. So, and he didn't buff up. Exactly. And it's not like that quirk, because All For One doesn't have, I mean, All Might doesn't have anybody else's quirks. Yeah, exactly. He just had it. So that yeah. means that had to be his quirk, right. if, it, if it's coming in the sense of that type of logic. Right. Um, yeah, so his quirk was useless, turning into a huger guy. And that huger guy so happened to hold, it's still able to use 100% exactly. of All, uh, exactly. all For One. Exactly. Without any problem. Or injuries or anything. Like Midoriya is dealing with. Right. And I think that's 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 where it's going from. And 
We're going to go ahead and take a break. I'm going to give you the corny joke of the day and give you our Instagrams and Twitters because yes. we're hilarious. <laughs> See you in a minute. Me. So welcome into the commercial. I have the corny joke of the day, which is what did the policeman say to his belly button? If you know the answer, go ahead and go to our Instagram and Twitter at wicked underscore coven and give us the answer and we give you a shout out um our next podcast episode also send in some questions if you want us to answer them if you specifically want taj to answer them or me or lily or any other person that i will eventually have as a guest on here um you can ask any question that is not inappropriate and or sexist and or racist um which is really good because you can't really tell what we are other than me and Lily at this point. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Taj, you want to go ahead and give them your Instagram or Twitter if you want to? Yes, so my Instagram is Taj underscore more 72 and my Twitter is Champion Leon underscore 27. Ooh, and you know he be having some funny stuff exactly. on there. So stay tuned, stay tuned. On there. And let's get back into the talking. So we are back from commercial or the Coney joke of the day. So I think we're going to do something a little different today and not talk about anime, movies, comics, video games, all that such. Uh, anything nerdy. Um, I think we're going to go ahead and talk about our hard not life and yes. bring in... Yes, love life to be specific. Love life. Now, um, Tosh... Go ahead and go on and talk about yourself because we also have another guest with Ooh. us that came in the middle of our podcast. He walked in and wanted to join. Right now, this is Alex Nava. He's also one of my friends from school. Introduce yourself. Mr. Alex. Alex. Well, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm Alex. I am a junior going for my psych major and I work at the Res Hall. Ooh, what Explicit. do you do, like a desk assistant? Oh my goodness, how did you know? <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Because we almost like work together. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about love life, I guess. Yes. So, yes. who wants to start? Um, I guess I'll go first. For okay, okay, Taj. So, yes, I've been talking to somebody for the past two months, working on our third month. Um... Everything's been going good. Everything's going good. We're sticking on the friendship before relationship, so that way we so have... So y'all talking. Basically, basically just talking. So that we are like a stable foundation of relationship, and then, you know, we're just working on that, and everything is so far so good. No arguments, no disagreements, no no beefs. There's nothing but laughs, loves, and positivity. Ooh, okay, Me. okay, okay. Now, I know y'all talk on a regular basis. Yeah. <laughs> and FaceTime yeah. all hours of the night. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, how does that, you know, feel? Like, have you ever had that before? The crazy part is, it's like, in my past relationships, we used, we mainly went to school. So most of our communication was like, you know what I'm saying, face-to-face. But this is a bit different because this person stays all the way in Louisville. I'm here in Dallas. So I think the textings and constant calling and stuff is definitely helpful in our relationship. Because we could spend time that way instead of physical. Even though I wish it was the other way around. Because I'm over like a quality time type of, type of person. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. your love language is quality, quality time. time. Nice. Physical touch. <laughs> so, we know about Alex as well. Ooh. So, you want to go ahead and talk about that, Alex? 
Am I legally bound? Yes. <laughs> oh. You are legally bound as of right now. Uh, I, I've been talking to a person probably for about two weeks now. We met up for the first time like the other day. And it was actually it was pretty pretty good date. We uh, went out and tried to get some Korean fried chicken. Now with that, like, did you um, did, what y'all talk about? Like, do y'all have anything in common? Tell me about that. Um, we share a lot of similar interest in uh, memes and anime. Ah, that's like the rest she's of us, you know? she's yeah, yeah, like like the rest of your friends. She should yeah. go to next episode. Oh, calm, calm, calm. Well, well isn't she? Near like uh, UTD, so it's like a thirty-minute drive. Yeah, it's it's it, it's it, it was a pain in the ass to get there just because traffic and rain and all right, that. Right, right. It was ugly. So you know. So with that, like, um, for both of y'all, like, how does it how does it feel having someone to talk to? You? It was pretty good because I have I, before in this person I was on like a five-year hiatus. I was talking to people like in between, but it didn't go nowhere. So this is like a breath of fresh air for me personally. Like you want to be in a relationship. Yes, yes. Nice, nice. Now, what about you, Alex? <laughs> um, it's, it's definitely nice having someone you can talk to about, like, certain stuff that not normally you talk to other people about, mm. as well as share, like, an interest in that kind of thing. Um, it is, like Todd says, like a breath, breath of fresh air. Yes. And uh, it's nice. Now, it's weird, because typically dudes nowadays don't want a relationship. So, like... It's trash, but, you know. So, like, how do y'all feel about that, like... Do you, like, are you ready to sit down and have a relationship? Are you, like, looking for something? Because we're all about to graduate. We're all juniors. Oh, yeah. Like, are you trying to look for something serious? Are you trying to look for something that's just temporary? Like, are you actually dating for a relationship in order to be with someone? Like, what are y'all, what are y'all feeling on that? For me, I've always been that type of person. I'm not, like, I can't be a hoe. I can't fuck, I mean, have sex, I'm sorry. <laughs> but most of our partners are just people just because like I always if I want you I want you for you you know what I'm saying and I want a relationship regardless of whether it's like three months three years 30 years you know what I'm saying it's however the um energy is but I just want a serious relationship at the end of the day regardless what about you Alex um right now in my current situation it's probably a little too early to call but in general uh I am kind of getting closer to graduation and entering adult life yeah adulthood and I guess now you it's like the time, Polly, to start exploring and understanding where I really want to go in life. Jesus. So now, so like, deep. are you looking for a specific relationship with that? Or is it like, eh, you're just testing the waters right now? Because oh. you, you've, you've been a, in a serious relationship before. Yeah, yeah I've been in some. And um, it's, hard, it's hard to say because, you know, every relationship you got to take one at a time. You can't really... You can gain some experience, but you can never really say that each relationship is the same mm-hmm. as the one before. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I'd say that for me, I would like to find a serious relationship and I would like to grow with it, but I can't always be too sure about that. So, technically, um, relationships are like experiences then. Like, because you're experiencing things. Like, like Tosh said, it can be three months, three yeah. years, 30 years. Yeah. Um, so, with that... That's, that's, that's cute, you know? I'm so glad that I have friends that are so loyal and so... We try. Serious, <laughs> you know? Compared to other guys out there. That. So, what else about love were you interested in? Because Taj was talking about his love language, which is quality time and touch. What about you, Alex? 
Um, I, ooh, that's a good one, honestly. You know, touch is always an important thing for me in relationships. I'm a very physical person, so, you know, just through the comfort of using just a simple hug can right, go a long right. way. A long way. But it, for me, a lot of it is communication. It's really nice to just know that at the end of the day, you can have someone to talk to. Mm, okay okay so quality time and touch is also for you too yeah. uh i think for me mine is more um acts of service and quality time um yeah i don't i don't um i'm not a touchy-feely person as you can tell i'm not a touchy-feely person at all i was never a touchy-feely person um and then of course lily is a touchy-feely person oh, Jesus. and i trust her and i trust y'all so I'm used to it, but you don't see me hugging people all the time yeah, or yeah. stuff like that. So I was never a touchy-feely person. But for me, I think, because I also don't typically say thank you and please yeah, a lot. Because I don't typically, I get straightforward into the thing or I get too focused on a situation. And I never realize how I'm talking to someone because that may come off as rude. But actually, I'm just focused, and I'm so glad that y'all understand that I do that now. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but acts of service for me is something like I see your efforts. Like, I'm always a person that likes to do stuff for myself mm-hmm. and don't like people helping. So if someone comes and notices that my shoes are not in place and they put them in place, that act of service, like, is huge for me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know... When y'all ask me to do things, you know, I never hardly say no. Mm-hmm. I typically always do them for you. It's not even a favor. It's like I'm doing it because, you know, I truly like you guys and I truly love y'all. Mm-hmm. So I do that. And I think that's I think that's what I do. My yeah. my acts of service and quality time is, is important to me because action speaks a lot of the words. For sure. For so sure. For sure. Actions are my acts of service and I can show you better than I can tell you. Cause Period. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little in the apartment of awkwardness. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. But are we all? Yeah, I say yeah. We all kind of are. Some more than others. Yes, sir. Now, do y'all have any, anything else y'all want to add to, you know, y'all love lives? Like, what do y'all think y'all going? You know, Alex, specifically you. Um... Since you've only met her for two weeks, like, what have y'all been talking about? Um, I don't know, really. It's been really just a big variety of stuff. We don't really... Like, introducing yourself, like, what's your favorite color? No, nah, not really <laughs> that. We kind of just kind of skipped that part a bit. We just kind of just Jesus. kind of clicked pretty good, honestly, right off the bat. We've just been talking about, like, like our, our like past lives and just stuff that are important to us, I guess. Your past lives is yeah. like, like you know, past lives and like religion wise, like your past life, or are you talking about like childhood? No, like growing up, past relationships, and other mm-hmm. things like that. Getting a. So y'all went straight into like the philosophical. Yes. The play What's her major? Do you know? She. Oh, it's, it's genetic. Wow. It's, it's, it's biology. I want to say just general, but she wants to go with her master's for genetic. Counseling? So both of y'all are just logical people, so it makes sense why y'all just script the what's your favorite color stage? Yeah. Y'all really straight into more like What's your favorite anime? And you're <laughs> yeah, so you're like so you're a psychology major, so I can see you just going straight into um like um Hey, why do you think you do this? Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, <not> <laughs> Let me start writing notes. <laughs> uh, 
So now, Taj, do you talk yeah. to anybody else, or is it more like um, they're it, like for right now? I don't like I told you before. I don't. I can't. I can't be vulnerable with multiple people. So yeah. if, I'm talk, if I'm talking to you, I'm only talking to you. Perfect. I just. I yeah, just can't. I like that about y'all. Thanks. So you know, you know, you know. So um, that's the end of the podcast, and I really truly enjoy everyone being here and listening to our podcast at Wicked Coven. Um, catch us on episode four. Which is coming out also real soon. Stay tuned. Um, so stay wicked, my friends. Bye. Have a good night. Me. Boop. Or morning or afternoon, <laughs> depending right. on what you're listening to it. The song of the day is You Say Run, which is one of the soundtracks on My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm.